Welcome to Beauty and the Ghee, the podcast about jujitsu and life and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a white belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt, still obsessed with jiu-jitsu. And we have special guests today. We do. I'm very excited <laughs> that we actually get to have... I don't think we're half as excited as they are. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're... I'm so sad that we aren't doing video right I know, now. I know. <laughs> they're so bursting have, at the seams. We have Mariah, who's been mentioned several times and is basically podcast famous at this point. Hello. I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu blue belt, also very obsessed with jiu-jitsu. And we have Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I also do jiu-jitsu. I'm a blue belt. (laughs) (laughs) And we are here to recap the adventures at Pans, which I was not a part of. But I get to hear about it and relive it vicariously through you all. Yes. And we're going to do just a little bit of a recap from the Mighty Models camp. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to hear more, a more extensive recap on that, um, tune into Role Model Radio, where Risser and I will break that down a little bit more. Um, but I had to mention it on this podcast because Risser does the editing for Role Model Radio, uh-huh. and she would edit out me talking about how amazing she did. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear all about that. So I taught a couple sessions kind of the like drill to win sessions. The second one ended up being more of a Q&A. Um, but uh, Risser ended up teaching stand-up. So Tori was going to teach takedowns. And Tori injured her knee and ankle. Yikes. Um, so she was actually on crutches the whole time and didn't get to participate in oh. camp. Very sad. And so Risser ended up teaching. And she is an amazing stand-up coach. Yeah, the girls are nodding in agreement. <laughs> but she taught some really great like grip fighting and um, a couple takedowns and a couple guard pulls. And so it was just really good for the room in general. Like she assessed who we had there and like what would be good for them. And she just did a fantastic job. So it was her first like, you know, seminar really outside of the school. So nice. Yeah, yeah she did amazing. Good. So tune in to Role Model Radio to hear more of that. Guess what? I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes. All right. That's what I do. <laughs> Feels like that's your catch line. <laughs> I got to do something. Let's not get it twisted, guys. She does everything. <laughs> I just come and say words. She just cuts she herself out me... of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I she do that a lot. better. <laughs> so how about pans? Pans happened. Yeah. We... <laughs> you did it. We did it. Yay. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Mariah, you want to talk about your experience with Pans first? Was this your first time or? So I did Nogi Pans in May and that was down in Texas. Uh, but this was my first Gi Pans. It did not go great competition wise. Uh, the girl that I went against was very, very good. And she won the whole division, and she also won the Open. Oh, wow. So congratulations to her. She did a great job. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that was who I got first round. My personal win was really that I, the last pans, the Nogi pans, I had a panic attack in between my matches. And I think that caused me to lose my second match because uh, I just couldn't get my anxiety under control. And this time, I went out, and I felt the best that I ever have competing. So that was really my personal win. That's awesome. Do you think there's anything specific that made that happen? I think the group that we had really helped me. 
And also, like, I kind of, I found a trick that was, like, tense your whole body up. Like, people have always said, like, oh, you got to get that first good sweat in. But my stomach is so bad that I I can't run around or jump around very much usually. Um, but just, like, tensing all my muscles for, like, 10 seconds and then letting it all go, I could do. And it helped so much. That's awesome. It's very good. And how was your experience? Well, mine was lovely. I did not compete, which was <laughs> the ideal scenario almost. Um, I just got to watch all the jujitsu and eat all the acai, and it was great. <laughs> so much acai. Um, yeah, I haven't been able to be in training as much, so I would have liked to. Like normally, I probably would have signed up, but next year. Yeah. It was good to just have you go to. Like, but just... it was, yeah, super fun, fun to watch everybody, fun to cheer for everybody. Very helpful the, for my anxiety as well. well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say these girls got in trouble um, at their house for screaming compliments at each other. <laughs> they got a true. noise complaint. Security did come. <laughs> security did come. <laughs> we did get security called for our compliment screaming. And here's the thing. We were so loud we didn't hear security come. <laughs> we were told later. Chris came into the room later and was like, and stop doing this. <laughs> Bring it down like eight levels. <laughs> so if you need a hype crew, these are your girls. <laughs> we live to please. So for me, I had a three-person bracket. I fought Stacy Councilman first. I actually, so... Stacy went up to super heavy and my weight's kind of been, you know, varying. Um, and so I was like, I, I sent her a message and I was like, are you up there to drop out? Because sometimes that happens, like you move into an empty bracket because you're trying to get your money back. Um, I was like, or, you know, and she's like, oh, no, I'm just not going to make the weight. And I was like, great, I'll come up with you. And then another girl, Amber, also came up with us. So we ended up with a three-person bracket. And I really had the best spot in the bracket. Um, it kind of can stink to get the buy in the bracket. Um, so I fought Stacy first. Uh, I lost that match. Her pressure on my neck was intense. It was making me so nervous. <laughs> I hated it a lot. <laughs> it was very good, but I was still able to think very clearly, like just, you know, like, okay, well, I can't move. I Nope, can't move. All right. You know, like I just, <laughs> I, I was able to stay pretty calm. Um, and then I, so I lost. And when you lose in a three person bracket like that, then the loser fights the buy. So I fought Amber next. Um, I didn't know Amber before this weekend um, or before Pans. She has had her brown belt, I think, three years. And she beat me. She tapped me. I, I lost to points with Stacy, but she did collar drag me and I didn't land on my face. So I was real appreciative of that. Like yeah. I, I reacted well enough to not eat the mat, which is always a good thing. <laughs> um, and I, you know, fought some grips and stuff and uh, fought the choke. And then she ended up with an Americana. And I thought that I had defended the Americana. Um, I had a good grip on it and everything. And then just something with my shoulder kind of uh, tweaked a little. And I was like, yeah, no, that's I'm done there. Um, and although I typically am like, do the open if you can. Do the open if you can. I did not do the open. Mm -hmm. I just knew my body wasn't good for it. Yeah. Like I still signed up at, just so I was, you know, in the bracket if I could be. And then before it closed, I pulled out. So it didn't change the bracket at all. But um, just that way I had the option to do the open if I decided to and took a long time to really think about it and make sure that, um, you know, my heart always wants to do it. I don't know about my head or my body, you know, <laughs> right. so I really like took some time to think about like, is this the right choice or not? 
But yeah, so I ended up with third, um, which is, you know, technically a consolation medal, right? Like <laughs> I lost both matches to get that bronze medal, but I fought for it, right? Like, yeah, you showed up. Yeah, yeah. Which is something I want to talk about a little bit. I saw some posts, people saying, you know, like, unlike some people who, you know, will post like bragging about their consolation medal kind of posts, mm-hmm. you know, I fought for this. I, I earned this. I just hate that mentality. You know, one, you don't know what it took for someone to get there. Right. Right. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know. Um, you just don't know. And even if you like Mariah's division was bigger, right? You did not hit the podium, correct? But are you proud of yourself? Very proud of myself. I almost just nodded. <laughs> I'm used to this format. She did not. <laughs> I said I almost just nodded. I did both. <laughs> but yeah, like you didn't hit the podium, but you still did a good job and you still had wins, right? Like For sure. Getting your hand raised isn't the only win at a tournament. Like you even said, like you got you know, much better control of your anxiety. Same. Like that morning I was a little nervous, but in a weird way, like, I don't know. I just felt a little like anxious more than Uh nervous, which, um, I never got that like panicky nervous. Nice. Um, yeah, that's really good. You know, like, so I think that's a win. Right. And I did some good grip fighting. I did some really good defense stuff. I just never got to a good offense. (laughs) Um, but you know, like all those things are wins. And I think, you know, one, there's no reason to put someone down in order to be positive about yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just not necessary. It's not necessary to, you know, feel like you have to push someone down to raise yourself up. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just I just want to make a comment about that, because if you went out and you competed, you deserve to be proud of yourself no matter what, no matter, you know, even if you didn't do anything well, you lost right away, whatever. You still got there. You still trained for it. You still signed up for it you you know like there's just a lot of little wins in there and um if you see posts like that don't let them tear you down don't let that affect you you should be proud of yourself yeah (laughs) i second that (laughs) i unfollow (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean we just don't need that kind of negativity in our lives Really? No. And I mean, as someone that was sitting at home and that wasn't even there, I I was so thankful to see anything that you guys were posting on social media so I could just like, you know, vicariously have adventures through you all, whether it was actually at the tournament or Harry Potter world. Oh, we had so much fun. (laughs) But it it also makes me think like, oh, well, I don't want to miss that next year. Like, I want to go next year. Please come next year. Whether I'm competing or not. I mean, ideally, I would be competing. I knew that this year there was no way I would even be ready for that. But maybe it's like now, well, my team's done it. And I want to go, number one, support them. And number two, like, maybe I can go do this. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, like, you know, something like PANS can seem, or Masters Worlds or something like that. Like, there's a little bit of it that seems like, oh, my God, like, that's a big tournament. Like, is that something? But the other side of that is 
there's more likely to be somebody your age group and right. your weight class. And like, what would it be like for me to fight somebody my own age? Right? <laughs> oh my God. It's just, it's, it's a game changer a little bit. You yeah. know, like it's nice to get to go against people your own age and not have to fight people half your age right. or less. Like, like people sitting across the table from us right I know. now. I know. <laughs> Even just in my division, there were 23, I think, in my division, which is the wow. biggest division I've ever fought in. Usually there's like three other girls in my division. Yeah. So it's cool just to meet all those girls and like, yeah. So did make did new every, friends? Exactly. Did you guys make new friends? Of course we made new <laughs> friends. One girl wanted a picture with a black belt, and she asked Chris to take a picture of her. And then I stole her, and we talked for 45 minutes. And now— <laughs> And we're friends on social media And we're all friends now. on Instagram. <laughs> that's not friends. You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's that's perfect. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my favorite story of this group. And then we <laughs> made, ran into people that we fought in at, like, yes. the Indie Open and yes. at other tournaments. And made better so friends with them. Yes. To see people yes. Like, so oh, like, I know that girl. Yeah. Yes. It's fun. How many role models were there? So many. So many. Yeah. There were a lot of role models there. It's also really nice because together we can name everyone. Not <laughs> everyone. But, you know, like, there's always somebody where they're like, that person over there, what is, can you remember their name? And it's like, asking, asking, like, finally, like, Coach Chris knows, or I know, or Rissa knows, or Mariah knows, or Ann knows. Like, somebody in our group knows their name. Like, okay, all right, that's, <laughs> brought it back. Good. Nice. I call that auxiliary brain. Uh, I like it's my that. auxiliary brain. Yeah, I like I that. that <laughs> I like that a lot. It's always a team effort. Exactly. Exactly. One of my favorite things that happened at PANS, um, there were a couple of black belts that Risser and I wanted to meet Luana and Anna and we got to meet one of them and get our picture and everything. And then uh, Risser competed the next day and I'm like coaching her and I hear somebody that's like Jennifer and like coaching her. And I was like, who is that? And I turn and it's Luana. And I was like, that's amazing. Like she just remembered Risser uh-huh. and was like, I'm going to go coach her, which also was very helpful because technically only black belts could be on the floor. Oh, wow. For Coach Chris's match, we were all there because it was the first match of the day. And so we all got to the floor. And then um, after his match was over, security came up and was like, I know the three of you are not black belts. You've got to go. All right. (laughs) He did wait, which we appreciate. He did wait. It was very nice. But yeah, so it it was a struggle to try and get down there and be able to coach. Last year at, at Gee Pans, it you could have one coach. Didn't matter what they were. You could have one companion. Um, I really liked that concept better um, just because, you know, what if you don't have a black belt with you? Right. Yeah. What do or you do? in Chris's case, he was the only black belt. Exactly. So who's supposed to coach supposed him? To coach him. Yeah. Yeah. So we got lucky that somebody was always able to be with one of our people, but it was tough. Yeah. AJ's just always stalking people that she thinks are good for camp, too. So she'll just go introduce herself to people or make Rissa do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're always looking for future instructors, obviously. Um, And we did finalize the lineup for camp next year. Already? Of course already. Are you kidding? (laughs) I mean, yeah, it is September. It's September. (laughs) June camp is already. In July. So camp will be July next year. This will be our official announcement. uh, July 8th through the 10th next year. So yes, mark the calendars. I imagine by the time you're hearing this, it should be for sale. 
So you should be able to. Anne and I are already signed up. That is true. (laughs) Anne and Mariah are already signed up because they are going to Costa Rica. Costa Rica! Oh, man. That could be you, but you playing. (gasps) Pura Vida. It it could still be you. There's still time. Anne and I have been practicing our Spanish. You can jump in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for Costa Rica. It's going to be awesome. And when is that? Costa Rica is February 5th through the 13th. Okay. And as a female, if you register for the full week and pay in full, the first 20 women who do that get Indie Base Camp for free. And as of the time of us recording this, we still have three available spots for that. So 17 women are already registered for Indie Base Wow. So many friends. So many friends. I think I was third. I think Katie Clark slipped in before (laughs) I did. One other person. (laughs) Katie was on it. She like sniped it. She was the one who texted everybody else. She was like, what's Let's do it. Because we were at that um, that role model open mat. And we were driving home and she had already done it. (laughs) She had already done it. Where I was like signing up while John drove her home. She was like, you have to drive so I can sign up for camp. (laughs) She was always going to drive. Got you signed up. So, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So, but yes, we have the instructors. I'll officially announce the first one. Rachel Casillas. <laughs> this Shock. is shocking. News. Oh, wow. I'm just excited because then that means she'll come back on the podcast. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going yeah. to Rachel's camp? I am not. That is my birthday weekend. Yeah. All right. I'll forgive you this time. Okay. <laughs> I get a pass this year. This year. I- Aren't you doing that podcasting this week, that weekend? It's the following. The I following, the following okay. Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah. I kind of need to have my voice. Yes. Yes. Um, thank you for doing chokes today. You're too. so welcome. You're so welcome. Somehow I always teach chokes on podcast day. Did you get baseball bat choked? I did. Oh, fun. It was it was a good time. <laughs> Real good time. Yeah. Jennifer looked like she was having a great time choking. You. Yeah, she was. She of was smiling she was. the whole time. Of course she was. I think both are on and off the mat practices, unless you guys have ones you'd like to add. But my personal one that I would encourage everyone to do is uh, be proud of yourself without tearing anyone else down. I love it. Very convenient how that can work on and off off the the mat. mat. It's so weird how that happens, right? crazy. Yes. Anything to add, ladies? Can I do an on and off the mat? Absolutely. I mean, it's pretty similar to yours, but yeah, just support your teammates. Yeah, on the mat and off the mat because you don't know what people are going through and you don't know what people need and like jujitsu is hard. It's hard to get yourself to compete or to like roll hard even in class. You gotta support each other. Yeah, it I helps. like that. And you're the best at that. You came all the way to Florida to support us. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we had such a great easy. time off the mats in Florida. <laughs> I mean, you know, like pans happened. It was really just a great reason for us to all get together with our crew. Like. We went to Pup Pup. We went to Harry Potter World. Like we had shave ice. I, I ordered it. a pickled shave ice, and it was really gross. But Mariah liked it. Okay. All right, friends. Thanks for joining us. You can connect with us on social media in all the places. We're hanging out on Instagram at Beauty in the Gee Podcast. You'll find me there at Brassy Broad Jen. I'm AJ Klingerman. Everywhere you go, and we are also on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page for the podcast, and we you can you can join the Beauty in the Gee Gang. Where can we find you, ladies, and be your new best friend on Instagram? I'm Instagram on Instagram. You can find me there. And I'm Ann Porter. That's Ann with an E on Facebook. Be my friend. I don't have a good name. 
<laughs> because my best friend made it for me in seventh grade. Um, but oh, God, it's, you're young. It's MCW4496. My name is Mariah Williamson. Please be my friend, too. That'll be great. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we will see you on, on the, the mat. mat.